Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We've got all your NBA action covered from a five-game Tuesday night. I'm your host, Dave DeFore, joined tonight by Big Waz. What's up, Waz? Yo, yo. And we got Eden Liu. What's up, Good Eden? morning. And Rob Lopez is swiping right in preparation for Valentine's Day. Coming up on today's ding, Isaiah Thomas is coming back. The Lakers are still struggling. The Warriors strolling into the all-star break. And we've still got tickets for the Boston Live show Saturday, March 2nd, right at the end of the Sloan Analytics Conference at the Middle East, the historic Middle East in Boston. We've still got tickets. You can find the tickets at the Count the Dings Twitter page, Jade's Twitter page, and I believe at the Middle East.com. Speaking of Boston, the Celtics still have the Sixers number. The Boston Celtics roll into Philadelphia and leave with a win, 112-109. The Celtics are now 3-0 against Philadelphia this year. Al Horford, 23 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals, and held Joel Embiid to only 23 points. Uh, pretty big deal. 14 rebounds also for Embiid and a $25,000 fine incoming for these post-game comments. Dubai for you and suck. Eden clearly, Joel unhappy with the way that he was officiated in this game. Uh, I thought it was a, a clear and obvious foul right down at the end, but it just seemed like that was the trend for the entire game. Yeah, he really uh, he couldn't get to the line today. He only got to the line eight times, and that's really low for him. Al Horford played really good defense on him. They kept him out of the paint for the most part, and that's where he really thrives. Yeah, and to me, to me, Joel, if it, Joel's not going to be the one putting pressure on the rim, drawing two while he's down there, uh, they don't really have an answer yet to, you know, basically piercing the defense and creating advantages. Uh, they're not running Jimmy Butler pick and rolls. Neither, And the thing about Ben, who we consider to be a quote-unquote slasher, that's kind of only in transition. In half court, he's not going to bully his way to the rim and create shots over there. So if Joel's not going to be the one threatening the rim and then not running pick and rolls for anybody because that's kind of not their offense yet – uh, they, they're going to struggle to score against teams like the Celtics who can dog your ass on defense when they want to. Well, here, yeah. here's what I saw as a big problem tonight. Joel, Joel Embiid is an automatic bucket inside seven feet. Some, for some reason, he cannot post up Al Horford. I don't know if it's the old man strength. I don't know what it is, but Al Horford eats his lunch when Joel tries to post him up. And Embiid was two of eight from three. And I'm sorry, man, but that's just too many threes yeah. from him. Yeah. Uh, and this is a function of having Ben Simmons out there at the same time as Embiid. It didn't help that, that Tobias Harris was struggling Oh, for six tonight, only 10 points. And, and like you said, was they haven't quite found their footing with this new unit. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, again, uh, if you're going to be able to only leave one guy on Embiid, you're going to do a pretty good job of of getting by the Sixers against lesser teams. They're going to feast. They're going to rack up wins the rest of the year against teams that aren't like the and of course it sounds obvious but it's like teams that aren't the Bucks and the and the um Celtics and teams that can dial it up defensively, right? Which is the case for a lot of teams, but you would think with their talent they could generate good looks against anybody, but that's kind of not the case. And yeah. Eden your guy, JJ Reddick struggled tonight to get open. He was four of 11 from the field, four of eight from three. Um, but it, 
it seemed like the Celtics have figured out how to defend him. They're really, they're fronting him a lot. They're, they're actually keeping him from catching the ball in a position to shoot. He was having to dribble a lot tonight, which is, you know, never probably too much. Um, what are they going to do in the next, not even just the next matchup, but by the time the playoffs roll around, what's a way that you could see that they could, uh, kind of free JJ up for some of these shots that, that he wants to get. Well, like Waz said, they're going to have to run more pick and rolls. And Brett Brown is just going to have to come up with an alternate game plan for when the defense is super focused on Joe. Jimmy can't play this meek on offense. Um, That's just not going to work. All five of their starters tonight played over 35 minutes. They added all of this depth at last week to not use any of it. It's it's early, though, right? They did just add all these guys. But if we're looking if we're looking big picture. Philly is now one in seven against the Bucks, the Raptors, and the Celtics, the top of the East. The only East team that has a worse record, the Bulls, the Cavs, and the Hawks, who are all over. Right? So yeah. that's not great. Like when when we talk about the the top of the East, we throw Philly in there, especially after getting Tobias Harris. Is there any way, Waz, that realistically we can expect Philly to perform better once the playoffs hit? Yeah, I think I think defensively they showed some things in the sense that uh, Jason Tatum, who, you know, this wouldn't be a, a me on uh, daily dings without getting into Jason Tatum crack. But in the first half, if you looked at his shot chart, he basically made two. He made a three, one in the corner. He missed an above the break one. He took six mid range, which were all off the dribble, which were all fadeaways, which were all pull ups. He made he made one. He was one of six and he made both of his paint shots. And it's just like he's catching the he's catching the ball at 19 and starting his operation at a dead standstill. Like, bro, you are not Latrell Sprewell. <laughs> you are not just going to dribble right past somebody and get to the cup. So what does he end up doing? He starts jab stepping, doing this, dribbling step back, and he's just shooting contested twos. And it's like that's not how he should be subsisting because, honestly, for his size and his age, he's got some pretty good core strength. I saw him back Jimmy Butler down once in the first half and get a nice look right close to the basket. He needs to concentrate more on catching the ball closer to the basket. You know, that way he's not trying to make up a, a huge amount of ground to get close to the rim. And he needs to just concentrate on the spot-ups, man, subsist on – and I know I'm, um, Sam Esfendiari uh, accused me of being a Daryl Morey wannabe uh, for, for remarking this about Tatum. But it's like he's pretty good when he gets around the basket. And he's clearly a, a solid spot-up shooter. So why is he doing all this other crap? And anyway, no, but to get back to your question, Gordon Hayward made a bunch of threes that literally he was wide open, stepped right into him. And again, like he's been struggling so bad this season that he was able to make them. If Gordon Hayward doesn't go crazy this game, um, the Sixers win this game pretty comfortably without Kyrie. But the problem is Kyrie's going to come back in the playoffs. And, you know, I don't think they still have an answer for him. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought up Hayward. He was six or seven tonight from three, 26 points. Looked pretty good out there, uh, hitting some shots. They're going to need that, especially off the bench. Uh, but should be noticed Marcus smart, who's been great this season was O of eight, O of eight from three, three or 14 overall only had eight points. Rozier only had five points. So like you said, there was no Kyrie tonight and they, they struck, they really missed him and his offense and, and the consistency yeah. that he brings. 
Yeah, and the, and the, as I always like to say, the Celtics are on a team full of guys that can create advantages all just by showing up. Uh, and Kyrie's obviously the only one. And when they have that guy, and specifically because they have bodies that they can show throw at Joel Embiid, it kind of reminds me of how Boston, the the old Ubuntu team, could just throw one at Dwight Howard and do whatever they wanted to that team. That's what this Boston team feels like against Embiid. Yeah. And then on the other end, I mean, we, we talk a lot about the offense and fitting the new pieces for the Sixers in on offense, uh, but their defense, I mean, it, it was not good. I mean, uh, defensive rating for the game, 118.6. That'd be terrible if that was for the season. Eden, what are, what are they going to do? I don't know what they're going to do, but yeah, Waz mentioned that Hayward had a lot of open looks. That wasn't just Hayward. That was Horford also. And Marcus Smart, his 0 for 8, a lot of those were open looks as well. They, The Sixers are going to need to learn how to defend on the perimeter. Like, You don't want Joe hanging out all the way out there, but they need to find someone that's going to defend on the perimeter. They didn't close out any of the open shots tonight. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, something worse, guys are usually more comfortable you know, rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. Uh, I'm guilty of it myself. I've had tears in my rotator cuff for years. Still haven't gotten surgery. Still haven't gotten it fixed. Uh, just living with it. And, and it's dumb because we never take care of ourselves. Same can be true with erectile dysfunction. Guys, it's not the 50s anymore. We can talk about this. It's fine. It's, all, it's a fact of life. Plenty of people go through it. You get it fixed. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. With Roman, no waiting rooms, no awkward face-to-face conversations, no uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com ding. You fill out a brief medical onboarding chat with a doctor you get fda approved ed meds delivered to your door in discreet unmarked packaging uh guys go online and get checked by a doctor it's so easy erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys never tackle but with roman it's really easy so take care of it we're not we're not we're not gonna be upset about this anymore we're gonna get it taken care of for a free online visit go to getroman.com ding that's getroman.com ding for a free online visit again getroman.com ding in news around the league, the Nuggets might be getting Isaiah Thomas back in the lineup Wednesday against Sacramento. Reported by Adrian Wojnarowski, Isaiah Thomas may make his season debut and his Denver debut, actually, uh, on Wednesday against the Sacramento Kings. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Eden, is this something that the Nuggets should be looking forward to? I think the Nuggets need to be very careful about bringing IT back. And because they've built some very good chemistry with Monte Morris, Malik Beasy, Torrey Craig, these are guys that have all stepped up when Jamal Murray and Gary Harris have been injured. Um, they just have to be careful not to mess up the chemistry that they have right now because they're playing really well for the team being so young. As discussed on Basketball Buds yesterday, was uh, the NBA's uh, referees' Twitter account made this horrible horrible justification of why there wasn't a travel called on Bradley Beal. Well, we got shots fired from the front office, Monty McCutcheon, who's the NBA's vice president of referee development and training. One of the most well-respected referees to ever do it (laughs) came out in a piece that was written by Dave McMenamin of ESPN. 
and he said he disagreed. He thought it was an obvious travel. Uh, he's actually, he was a referee for more than 25 years, has been in the front office as a liaison since 2017. Uh, and, and here's his quote. While in some cases, a fumble at the end of a dribble on the gather can be retrieved. This is not what happened on this play. Bradley Beal gathers the ball, takes two steps, then loses control of the ball. Once he has lost control after taking the two steps, he must regain, regain control and pass or shoot before taking another step in order to be legal. Since he does not regain control until another step, the play is a travel. Seemed pretty obvious to me, Waz. I'm just glad this was Monty McCutcheon and not Tim Donahue giving this opinion. That's, <laughs> that's well, speaking, that. speaking of uh, illegal activity, the NBA has found through its internal investigation that no tampering was committed by the Lakers with regards to Ben Simmons. Uh, you know, Elton brand even said, Hey, look, it's a non-issue. Apparently the Sixers called the, the Lakers about having magic work with, with Ben Simmons. It's all a big nothing burger. None of us should really care about tampering anyway. It makes it all more fun. A lot. Of, I'm glad you said that, Dave, because a lot of this NBA tampering stuff strikes me as I'm a pimp and you're not allowed to talk to my hoe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, like just the idea that Ben Simmons can't do his job while also talking to Magic Johnson, who works for another team. I don't, like, I don't know what they get is happening out there, right? Like, what do they think the players are going to do? How they're going to respond? Like, or the idea, like, Ben Simmons doesn't have a TV or Ben Simmons doesn't know anybody in the league. Like, he can't figure out what's happening with other franchises, with other players on his own. I, like, I just love how, how like, we infantilize these guys, man. Like, like, like AD, you know, he signed the clutch. Is he doing what's best for him? Because, you know, AD couldn't come up with the idea that he wants to play in L.A. with LeBron um, without being tampered with. It's just, this whole shit is stupid. And and fans rooting for teams to be fined or penalized for tampering, that's like rooting for a guy to get a technical foul. Come on, man. Hey, guys. Join us today for the Back-to-Back -back Wednesday Challenge. Go to FanDuel.com slash B2B. Sign up, deposit $5, and get $5 bonus in your bank from FanDuel, and you can play with B2B listeners every Wednesday. Shout out to this week's winner, Antonio. He joined us on last week's mailbag. And if you take home the victory, as he did in our special fan contest, you'll be joining us Friday on the mailbag. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash B2B. My fantasy sleeper for today is Rodney Hood, who is a new addition to the Blazers, who are playing the Warriors on, who are coming off a of back-to-back. So he is decently valued at 3,700 as he's still getting worked into the rotation. Looking around at the, re uh, the rest of the games from the evening, the Atlanta Hawks shock the world but not us by beating the Lakers 117 to 113 was if, if you just watched the first five minutes of this game, you probably knew the Lakers were going to lose. I no, I didn't think they were going to lose, but I knew this was a game that would go down to the stretch. I, I've been, I've been watching the Cleveland LeBron teams for long enough to know that like most, like most games did not going full tilt. It's just like, you know what? We can keep it close, and I'm pretty sure we can figure out how to win this at the end. But and that's maybe, 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 maybe now he might be too old to do it. I, I don't want to say that he's fallen off, but listen, it's hard to say that a guy who goes for 28 points, 16 assists, 11 rebounds, that's his fifth triple double of the season, 78th of his career. It's hard to say that he's aging, but there's one big number that I think we got to discuss 
and that's zero. The amount of defense he played in this game, there was <laughs> nice. none, none whatsoever. And this is another, uh, by the way, Trey young was fantastic tonight. He carved up like the Lakers young, defense, man. 22 points, 14 assists. He actually missed like his first six shots and then went on a nice run, but he was dishing. I mean, he was dropping dimes to everybody. John Collins had 22 and eight, uh, but point of attack defense has been an issue for the Lakers. When Lonzo ball has not been on the court, obviously he's still dealing with the ankle injury. They need him back soon. They're now 28 and 29. They're 10th in the West, two and a half games behind the Kings who have currently are sitting in the eighth seed. This is the latest in into a season that a LeBron James team has been under 500 since his rookie year in the Oh three Oh four season. They've got 25 games left. And by my calculations, looking at five thirty-eights projections, they need to win 16 of those to make the playoffs. Oof. Eden gun to your head. Is this going to happen? Are they going to miss the playoffs? Lakers are missing the playoffs. You heard it here. Waz, what you got? You, you think they're going to make it? I think they're going to sneak it's, in. They're going to sneak so in. It's so hard to bet against LeBron. Like we they're have just been conditioned in. to not do it. They uh, and also and also like we 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 remember what happened with Cleveland last year. A bunch of moving parts. And granted, it was a weaker Eastern Conference and all of that. But it's like, all right, they figured out. LeBron figured out how to do the bare minimum to get back to the finals. This Celtics team without Kyrie, without like Gordon Hayward, who you know whatever. However, he's playing this year. They were counting on him to be something last year. Took this, took the Cavs to seven games, man. Like LeBron's gonna do the bare minimum to make sure they they make it to the playoffs. There's a very, a very telling quote from LeBron tonight in post game. He was asked if he was worried about making the playoffs. Here's his quote. Um, you, until you either make it or don't make it, that's when you worry about it. I don't know if that's a, that's not, that's not the LeBron I know. I don't understand what that even means. Right. Um, in Memphis, the Spurs eke out a victory, 108 to 107. LaMarcus Aldridge, the all-star, 22 points, 11 rebounds. Patty Mills, also 22 points. Avery Bradley with 33 points, six rebounds, six assists. Wow. Um, Davis Bertans with 17 points. Jaron Jackson with nine and nine points, five rebounds. And fouled out. This guy's got to get those fouls under control. In New Orleans, uh, there was one team playing a game. <laughs> the Orlando Magic defeat the Pelicans 118 to 88. That's four wins in a row for Orlando. Uh, Eden, your your Pelicans look listless. Anthony Davis had three points, six rebounds in 24 minutes. Uh, afterwards, he had also had some very telling quotes uh, about guys not looking like they want to play. And in particular, um, I think that Anthony Davis didn't look like he wanted to play tonight. Drew holiday had 16 points, Julius Randall with 15, um, Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac with 20 apiece for Orlando and in golden state, uh, actually in, in Oakland, the warriors defeat the jazz 115, 108 warriors are now 16 and one in the last 17 was this. They're going on a run. And even yep. tonight, like this is an example. And we talk about this all the time. When, when people say that they've ruined the league. This is what they mean. They were not on their game. And yet Kevin Durant has 28.7 assists. Steph Curry, 24 points, five rebounds, four assists, four steals. Uh, Clay Thompson, 22 points, dislocated his finger and still hitting shots. This is what they mean when they say you're ruining the league. Cause the jazz are not scrubs and the warriors barely played in this game. They beat them literally in like 10 minutes of action. 
Yeah, at one point they went on a 21 to 4 run to to go up by like 8 or 10 points. And to me it's not really the 21 points so much as it's the 4 where it's like they can put the screws to you on defense when and if they feel like it. And against a team like Utah, which let's face it, they don't have a ton of firepower against a locked in team, you know, like the Warriors, right? Like somebody like the Hawks, they're going to be able to get their little points off. But when the Warriors decide they're going to take the defensive thing seriously between Clay and Dre and KD, uh, and Iggy, uh, they're going to put the screws to you, man. And Utah, they just they couldn't come up with meaningful possessions. And, you know, Donovan Mitchell, who I I honestly am still super high on. Um, To me, he's an anti-Tatum in the sense that, like, he, he, his his knowledge and, and skills are catching up with his just pure athletic ability. And I think when that happens, he's going to be even better than we've we've seen him to be. Like, he looks rushed. Against the Warriors, like when they start playing real defense, he looks rushed. He looks harried. He looks uncomfortable. They make a guy like Donovan Mitchell, an A1 athlete in the NBA, look uncomfortable all the time whenever they want to. And I think that's the telling story of this game is when they decided they wanted to play defense and shut these guys down. That was it. Yeah. uh, Donovan Mitchell was 10 of 29. It has to be looked at for Utah as a failure to have not gotten a guy who would go next to him. I mean, Mike Conley. Just that would have been, been great. Really, really nice there. Uh, Ricky Rubio, seven of 17, 16 points. And uh, I mean, they just, he needs some help, man. Um, Joe Ingles he, only took two shots tonight. He does have to do shot creation and playmaking for them. He has exactly. to do both. And there's just no one there to compliment him in, in, a, in a way that makes any kind of sense. You don't have to worry about anyone else. Again, Joe Ingles took two shots tonight. That just can't happen. So they got to figure that out. I mean, I still think Utah, you know, they're going to be tough in the playoffs, but the Warriors are a buzzsaw and, you know, there's nothing new. And now we're to the line of the night. All right, guys, this is where I'm going to read the stats and you tell me who you're giving the line of the night to LeBron James, 28 points, 11 rebounds, 16 assists, zero defense in a loss to Atlanta. Avery Bradley with 33 points, six rebounds, six assists, in a loss to the Spurs, Al Horford, 23, eight rebounds, five assists, four steals in a win over the Sixers. Gordon Hayward with 26 points, four rebounds off the bench, six of seven from three. Kevin Durant with a pedestrian, 28.7 assists. Eden, I'm going to start with you. Who you got? I'm going to give it to Avery Bradley because he's the most unlikely candidate. <laughs> so it's pity. Uh, Waz, who you picking? Al Horford, because for the like 10th time in a row, he's outplayed Joel Embiid in a head-to-head matchup. And if he's going to do that, Boston's going to kick this team's ass in the playoffs. I'm going to give it to Gordon Hayward just because he, he, you know, it's nice to see that he can still have games like this. Uh, I feel bad for the guy coming back from injury. I and mean, I'm not going to say this is a pity one. He actually had a really nice game. So uh, he, he was kind of the difference in this game for them, you know, Marcus smart struggling yeah. and no Kyrie. So uh, that's it for today's show folks. Thank you guys for waking up with us. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash count the dings, subscribe to the back to back podcast feed, dropped a new basketball buds yesterday. Got a new nerd. She wrote coming tomorrow mailbag on Friday. As always uh, go subscribe to black opinions matter on wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, The Daily Ding, as well as all of our feeds from the Back-to-Back Network, Key and Fahey's NFL Pod, The Interceptable, The House of Strauss, and Pack Your Knives. Waz, can you fill in for Trey? 
I forgot what Trey, what does Trey do? What's oh the, my what's God, the ding, ding. ding.